0: You alright, mate? Hello. Is it me you're looking
1: for? It's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you went to Dell. Oh, no, nice. I going to do a song one day called Hello. Uh-huh. And it's going to be like that, but it's going to go, hello. And then it's going to go into something else. So oh. then there's another one of those tracks. Nice. nice. How are you? <laughs> I'm
0: good, thanks. <laughs> good. <laughs> Good to see that that rum's really taking hold already. It
1: is, yeah. <laughs> it's quite something, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's a nice taste mm, sensation. Mm, mm, mm. Um, today, we come together for what is one of the kind of most significant moments in the track's calendar. Normally, I get quite excited first song of the year. So do I. Um, but we're doing it because we've been doing everything slightly different this year. We're doing this one a little bit different as well. There has been, I can confirm at this early point, a unanimous choice for Song of the Year. And it's been that way for months and months and months and months. There was no uh, debate around it. So rather than going through the kind of formalities of having both of our top five picks and trying to distribute them them. um, them through a top ten, as we normally do. Yeah. we're basically going to both do the remainders of our top fives. So we're yeah. going to go through four songs each and then come together for the final pick. That it, makes sense, doesn't
1: it? It does make sense indeed.
0: Yeah, because when we get there, I think you, our listeners, will know exactly why there was uh, no need to confer, no need to discuss, no need to consider any potential rivals to song number one of 2018. Uh, so Harry, would you like to give us... What is essentially your fifth song of the year? I would like to do that. Please, so, do that.
1: Then. Number five, <laughs> I'm going with Lemon Glow by Beach House. Okay. I like that pick. Can you tell okay. us why you picked that off an album that I know you love? That song in particular? Um, That song in particular, mostly from the night that I was out uh, watching them, I realised how monumental the song was. Yeah. Um, just in its uh, in the way it feels listening to it, not necessarily uh, depth of lyrics or anything like that, but just it's a real uh, anthem. It feels like an anthem of the year, in a way, um, and it's definitely an album I really love. And it it might we might possibly be talking about it tomorrow. I'm, I'm still slightly undecided. It. It's, diff- it's a very difficult one this year. Um, but it is a, a song that I truly love, and we definitely played on the podcast before. And it's, I'm, I'm sorry, it's just uh, there's, you know, when a song kind of gets you, and you you can't, you never really put a finger on why. You haven't got like a list of reasons as to yeah. why it's so loved. Or yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's just like
0: in just in the course of an album, there's it can often be a slightly unusual one as well, which wasn't a single or whatever There's just something about it that for you personally,
1: yeah, and hits more. Just different parts of the song. Uh, Like I I like the kind of (laughs) and they do sound quite spacey. Yeah, and that is something I like, obviously. But it's also quite different to a lot of the things I've listened to this year, so it might stand out quite a bit more. Yeah, but yeah, that's my number five. Cool. Uh, A number five for me is Kings Dead
0: by chiefly Kendrick Lamar, but also J-Rock, Future and James Blake feature on it too. Very nice. Um, It was on the Black Panther soundtrack. And as people know, I'm a bit of a hip hop head. And for me, that was... Well, it's a bit of a spoiler for the rest of the songs, really. But that was like the... In terms of just straight up hip hop, I think that was the best um, example we had this year. Love both J-Rock and Kendrick's flow on it. Um, I think the... It's just got a bravado and a kind of um harshness to it. It's got all these little hooks that I um I find myself kind of thinking in my head the whole time if I see a tourist walking down the street I'll be like you ain't really wild you were a tourist.
1: <laughs> you ain't really wild you were a tourist. <laughs> I
0: love it. Um I the sort of tempo change at the end we just got Kendrick going, red like green, light, red like green, light. like I love that yeah. bit. Um, it's
1: crept into our lives, isn't
0: it? Yeah, all when of I it like is freaked it. <laughs> yeah, I freaked it. Uh, it's just brilliant. It's got so many moments like that. The video is great. It's got like Kendrick just sat in the top of a palm tree in like a red <laughs> yeah. coat for some reason. <laughs> it, that it zooms
1: in. Something or other. What is it?
0: Corn on the cob. Yeah. That's <laughs> the
1: one. It's it's just got it's got no, so many. it's a corn dog, isn't it?
0: Oh, is it? It's something yeah. like that. It's like on a stick. It looks yeah, like a yeah, yeah, corn yeah. dog. <laughs> Whatever it is, <laughs> um, <laughs> on the all in his teeth. Um, but yeah, I I adore that song. So um, yeah, that's my number
1: five. Cool, lovely. Uh, so my number four is uh, a song that just kind of made it near the end as I was picking, and it's uh, "After the Storm" by Kalayuchos uh, featuring title the creator
0: i really like this one it was a it was a contender for me for sure it was yeah. kind of right up there but didn't quite make my top five no. um but
1: i love it the reason it did is just because i've kind of listened to it again refreshing my memory about um something we talked about earlier whereas uh you might listen to a few songs you might have some top ones in the early part of the year yeah that you carry on listening through every now and then and you you love them just as much. Yeah. But then near the end of the year you kind of find these other ones and you're they're kind of more on the in the top of your yeah memory. Um so you kind of sway towards those. But I decided, no, you know what, I'm gonna go for that song that I've been putting on. Yeah. Every other day when I'm just kind of I get on the train and I just wanna stick on something I'm enjoying at the moment. Yeah. This it's so good to be up there. Yeah. So. And
0: it's got Boots Collins in it as well, hasn't it? Yeah. Exactly. It's like the godfather of funk. And like it's got that real funky edge to it. Oh yeah. Um
1: you can uh, just hear it in your head now. Yeah. Ooh, it's, it's sexy.
0: Well maybe when we put this episode together, maybe it'll be playing underneath. Who knows? Maybe. That'd be quite not nice, much wouldn't it? Time
1: I've got <laughs> my hands. Uh, yeah, it could be.
0: Uh cool. I nice. like that pick. Um, number four then, Tim. Uh, number four for me, I'm not intentionally trying to sort of tick off Shulmer's here by any means but this is probably my favourite pop song of the year it's um, Janelle Monet with Pink, Pink yeah. um, again similar to the last song I think partly because the whole package of it obviously came with this amazing bright vibrant video with kind of these iconic shots like Janelle Monet in the kind of vagina trousers um, and it's all about kind of female empowerment and um, you know body positivity and these kind of messages but wrapped in a really intelligent, articulate, um, but also subtle way. I think it was the best album. Janelle, Manet, Janelle Monae,
1: Janelle Monae,
0: Janelle The rum's hitting me too, boys. Um, <laughs> Janelle Monae's album. I think it was the best one she's ever made. Her record this year, and this is my favourite track from it. Um,
1: yeah, it nearly made it into mine yeah
0: it was it was just it just felt timely and important i think on the back of me too and all those kind of things um we need a female artist like her um and she yeah really made our mark this year i'm incredibly hopeful that she's going to be playing glastonbury next year i I can imagine in a solange type slot and i'm
1: so up for it a lot of the artists that we've talked about this year especially today and tomorrow that I really hope will be there yeah and I'll speak to you about it at some point who I think will be That's sick I yeah, look forward I to that things. conversation
0: oh he's an insider I don't really <laughs> um, <okay. laughs> next up
1: so my number three yeah is uh, it was between two which I found really difficult both by the same artist mm mm-hmm. um, but I think in my head I am making a decision right now you, you better hope so, actually, because that is the point of this. Yeah. Uh, but it was between 1998, Truman or Tonya by Brockhampton, and I'm going to go with Tonya. Oh, <laughs> I can see even then there was a bit of like I'm going to go with uh, Tonya. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was a song that when it came out or when I first heard it, I believe the year before last, or at least at the very, I think it would have been the very, oh, it would have been this year actually. but yep. it, it was live on uh, one of those talk shows saturday night somewhere <laughs> um and i loved it then and i thought i really want to record a recorded version of this uh a kind of studio yeah. version of this because it's, it's i can't just be going to youtube every time i want to hear it yeah um and although i loved a lot of the singles that they brought out this year and we won't go into the album we've been over that uh tonya felt like something to me I don't know what it was I don't know why it's something that stuck out so much but I love the structure of it I like that everyone has their part in it everyone kind of kills it every time um, I specifically like Joba's bit and uh, it's it's just <laughs> really special I don't know why Yeah, and uh, it's kind of the almost although there is a song after it on Iridescence it's kind of the finishing piece the the, the the last piece of the puzzle that went into the album, the song that... they're Probably one of the only songs that was recorded previously. Yeah. Um, I think in Hawaii, which is quite cool. Nice. Um, But, yeah, I had to get that in there because, yeah, are we going to talk about Rock Arms tomorrow? Maybe. I don't know. Mm. Who knows? Probably not. Um So, Tim, what's your number two? It's not my number two. It's
0: my number three. What's your number three? <laughs> uh, my number three is... Uh, from an album that we're almost certainly going to be talking about tomorrow, so I'm not really going to go into it. I'm going to talk about it as an isolated piece. It's MGMT's When You Die, which was the one which piqued our interest in the band once again after a number of years of kind of hiatus of MGMT fandom. For for us, us. it
1: was even longer, really, because I personally haven't listened to a lot of the stuff in between.
0: Yeah, Um, but they came back with this Brilliantly, kind of psychedelic, off-kilter um, bit of kind of indie dance pop.
1: Um, it's like an ironic album as well. It's yeah. almost like, yeah, we know what we're we know what's happening. We're just gonna make some shit that's fun. Yeah, exactly.
0: But we'll talk about that tomorrow. This song, uh, "When You Die," I love the I love the oddness of the subject matter. The idea that essentially that his whole complaint throughout the song is that someone's suggesting he's nice, um, and he doesn't want to be seen as nice, so he tells them to go fuck themselves. Yeah. Um and when you die. In the best word, way possible yeah. as well. And words won't mean anything. <laughs> we'll all be laughing with you when you die. It's just such an odd piece of music, but I think it's pretty much the best song they've ever made. Um yeah. it really it really stands up. Yeah. Um it's hard it's it really is one of those which I think it's hard sometimes to put your finger on exactly what it is you love about it but I just do um again it's got a good video it's got um the actor who plays Ray plushensky in girls right. in it um he's oh, kind of, of course, the lead yeah. um and that it gets really psychedelic and really odd um, Massively. <laughs> yeah and they, it really goes down a kind of wormhole but it's it's just great I love the song um and
1: yeah I don't want to say too much right now I'll save it. Okay, save it please Okay, so Harry, your number two uh, My number two is a relatively new track uh, called Doorman by Slow Tie uh, with Miramasa um, Slow Tie isn't somebody that I know a lot about uh, is an is an artist that I've probably picked up in the last month down to actually work yeah. in a song coming in as a reference and I thought this is cool he scares and me a Joe little bit, Slow Tie Joe knows quite a bit about him Yeah yeah I can see that he looks a bit scary (laughs) there's definitely kind of that uh, aggression in a lot of the kind of lyrics and um, you know aggression kind of maybe I mean kind of forcefulness rather than aggression they aren't angry but quite
0: kind of like some of his videos feel quite on the edge a bit kind of um, and that's what his tune feels
1: like it's that a thing that reminds me a lot of young fathers The kind of it's quite quick yeah um, yeah. It also takes me back to kind of the two thousand seven kind of days of Jamie T and uh, that kind of vibe. A fusion of a lot of different. It definitely things. feels like a fusion, yeah. And it it feels almost new, although it's something we've heard we have heard before and that is kind of doing its rounds in music at the moment. It still feels like a relatively new idea, uh, and I. I I'm excited to see kind of where Slow Tide goes because he's definitely... There's quite a bit of buzz around yeah. him. Um, yeah. He seems to be getting into
0: all sorts of things. I heard about him through the football magazine, Monday Owl. Yeah. So, like, that's how definitely kind of ubiquitous he's kind of becoming as yeah. well, though. Like, he's got quite a crossover appeal. It's not just sort of music heads who are getting no. into him. Yeah. Uh, nice. Cool. That's my number two. What's your uh, number two? My number two is... We're getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. Um, and this if there wasn't such a kind of runaway leader this year this would have been a real contender for my song of the year um it's Idols with Danny Nadelko which I think
1: is this one of the funny ones
0: it is funny but it's also um it's also very hard hitting and a bit of a kind of anthem for Britain at the moment I think or a certain uh part of the population a certain point of view anyway the kind of liberal left you could argue um It's about immigration It's about um, accepting others For who they are It's about how we're all in it together And we're all kind of brothers Uh, The first line is My blood brother is an immigrant And it kind of goes on from there It is funny because There's a bit where he says My blood brother My (laughs) blood (laughs) brother
1: My blood brother
0: it's a bit of a tongue twister. My blood brother is Malala, who we obviously talked about before. Right. Yeah. A Polish butcher. It's Mo Farah. And like, that just makes me laugh that Jesus, Mo yeah. Farah gets a shout in there. Um, so, But there's bits like that. And the chorus is kind of just about the the media landscape at the moment and the political landscape. Uh, it goes, fear leads to panic. Panic leads to pain. Pain leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. La, 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 la. Daniel <laughs> Nadelko. Um... So it's just about kind of, um, well, I think I've said it all, really. It's yeah. about addressing issues in a kind of positive, vibrant way. And um, yeah, drawing drawing people together, which I think is a beautiful uh, kind of thing for what is essentially quite an angsty punk band to be trying to do. Um, cool. There'll probably be more talk about them tomorrow, so I won't say too much more, but it's a great great standalone tune as well i think that's the the thing i love about it the most is like there there's people out there who are trying to say things maybe have a point to make but don't frame it in such a a kind of catchy way that appeals completely to my musical tastes at the same time yeah uh so that's ace but harry it's time to unveil number one it is indeed can you do the honours? Or can you just squeak your shoes? I'm going to squeak my shoes a bit more.
1: I'm <laughs> uh, just trying kind to of slip it back on.
0: Harry's got some new shoes on today that I can tell you're just very conscious of them at all times, which is what happens in these situations, really.
1: Yeah, um, I'm just trying to sort my sock out. <laughs> uh, probably should do it a bit later, but um, i got some Doc Martens. Um, this, this is really a way to build the tension. <laughs> what else reminds you of shoes? Number one. <laughs> Songs of the year. Right. Um, Drum roll. Childish Gambino, This Is America. Of
0: course, it's Childish Gambino with This Is America. It was going can you, uh, can you try, and in a couple of minutes, encompass all the things you love about this song? You
1: think I can talk for a couple of minutes? Yeah. <laughs> um, quite a few things. There was the initial reaction of... Um, Hearing it for the first time, viewing it for the first time. Yeah, uh, we both have different experiences with that because I watched the video, whereas you didn't. Yeah, and you didn't for too long for some reason. Um, but it was, Charles Gambino is an artist that I really like. I I really love him actually. And um, the album of his didn't quite make it into the list, I don't believe last year, or at least not very highly. Yeah, because I don't think you were completely sold on him. You you, you weren't consoled on that kind of. That's you weren't sold on that album anyway. No, um, I preferred his earlier stuff. I found it was "Awaken My Love." That's yeah. what it was called,
0: wasn't it? And I just found it a little. I'm not really a Prince fan, and it was very. I, it was very Prince inflected, and just some of that kind of screechy soul, like <laughs> yeah.
1: didn't well, quite do it for me. But that's I'd say another story for another time. Took a slight turn to, you know, if you had to pick of the two, his older stuff. Yeah, way more kind of hip hop rap infused. Um yeah. but it was just out of the blue yeah. and surprising that he would go down this route and it felt very, very um politically strong to yeah. come out
0: at it was like that a, time. It felt like a punch in the face the first the first yeah. time I watched it with the video. So like you say I I listened to the song on its own first and I thought, this is alright, but I didn't really pay that much attention to it. And I suppose in isolation, because the lyrically it's quite sparse in a way. Yeah. Without the Troppy. accompaniment of the visuals, you don't quite get the full punch. But I, I was like sat on a park bench in the sun, on like a, having my lunch at work. When I watched it on my phone for the first time, and I remember just being like my jaw just dropping and being just like, "Wow!" Yeah, I mean, all of a sudden everything came together in the song, all the different elements.
1: Shocking moments in it. I mean, it, it it all kicks off completely after his first little dance, which even now I think probably first time I'm just thinking, "What was he doing?" Yeah. Like, what, what are those faces? Uh, and then the guy gets shot in the back of the head, and you're like, "Oh, this is gonna be like a statement." Yeah. <laughs> um, but not only that. I mean, once that once all that sink, sunk in. Sinked. sunk in um, of the whole what it's kind of trying to portray yeah. you also n- start to think not only is it that but it's also a fucking sick song yeah. like it's got so same. many things in it yeah. and when it kind of breaks and there's a beat change with the kind of more um, African kind of
0: yeah more traditional soulful. traditional
1: stuff in there yeah, yeah. um that stuff's really fun and then just those little changes those little swaps to the grumbly kind of synthy sounds they're just they just kind of catch you off guard every time you you know know when it's coming but it's just like it's just bloody brilliant
0: it's genius it's an absolute work of genius and like I say one as a kind of a social commentary you know to encompass essentially the whole American landscape within a three minute Song and video is quite an unbelievable feat, but it feels like he kind of does. Um, you know, sum yeah. up exactly where that country is right now, but also, like you say, just as a standalone piece, I've heard it in clubs now, and like everyone just goes wild I for it. Yeah, I'm really um, sad about that. Like, you know, just listen to it in your headphones, listen to it or wherever you are, it always just catches you. Um, there's like a staggering of the delivery, which I absolutely love, certain points where. It feels like the next line should come. Yeah, little bits like that. Underband, underband, underband. Like that bit. Catch a band, catch a band, catch a band. Um, All all the little parts that make up his delivery in it is just genius. And like I say, he is quite selective in what he says. Um, I suppose in some ways a little bit like the Idol song in that you don't need to say too much to make your point sometimes.
1: Yeah. It's funny because it's almost like listening to the... A soundscape of a of a movie when you listen to it without yeah. the film because you even get the kind of there's there is quite a clear beginning middle and end but then there's the
2: one two three get down yeah. and
1: then it ends and it's that kind of slow meandering kind of bit yeah. at the end where it's like this seems like a lead into something else yeah. and standalone you might think well that doesn't that doesn't really work without the film yeah. but it does yeah. and I, I don't really know why I don't it. it it seems like he will be a lead on... It. Like, he yeah. did bring out some new tracks this year. Other than that, and they were certainly nothing of the sort. Yeah. Nothing really that you could link to this. Yeah. Um. But it gets me... I mean, his name is now blown up to a, quite a disproportionate level. Like, it's... Because yeah. uh, I think not
0: only the song of the year, he made arguably the song of the decade. The song, you Yeah. Know, that is one that... W- it will go down in history, that song, as, like, a, a landmark moment, I think. Um. It really is that important and that good it is yeah and, um, I'm,
1: and I'm glad that people can because I've always really rated him as a rapper and and, it, and it's definitely difficult for him to kind of get out of these there's a reason why he kind of quit certain shows and stop doing certain things because you're not going to be taken seriously when you do music necessarily when you're a comedian that acts silly in other things and yeah. stuff so he's. Re- this is really not only did the last album of his kind of give him a refresh but now I feel like deservedly he's maybe taken a bit more seriously in yeah. the music world especially by his peers because i don't think even a lot of peers kind of really dug what he was doing yeah uh, but it was he's always been really special and i'm and i'm glad that he's kind of really out there
0: absolutely um and all of this is to without even going into all the imagery and everything else that's put yeah. in the video there's just layer after layer after layer to every single part of this That you can just dig and dig and dig if you wish to. We don't have time here today, sadly, but um, there's think piece after think piece, and you know, Twitter threads and everything else that goes into everything that he may or may not be saying um, through all sorts of different means. It's just an artist at the peak of their game and kind of unrivaled. I think, in well, certainly in the whole time we've been doing this podcast. I don't think a piece of work, a single song, has been as good. No, I think we could keep on going for the next number of years and nothing will touch it either. Personally, um, I agree. So I'm very delighted to crown "This Is America" by Childish Gambino the tracks award-winning song of the year, 2018. Congrats, mate! Cheers. N- well, not Give you. A <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs>
1: Just trying to get him in for an interview, right? Yeah,
0: that'll be cool. Um, cool, so let's play it and end today's episode. Thanks for listening, people. Thank you. And we'll be back tomorrow. This is America. We
2: just want to Up. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Look how I'm living now. Police be tripping now. Yeah, this is America. Guns in my area. I got the strap. I gotta carry 'em. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go into this. Yeah, yeah, this is gorilla Yeah, yeah, I'ma go get the bag, yeah, yeah, or I'ma get the pad, yeah, yeah, I'm so cold, like, yeah, I'm so dull, like, yeah, we gon' blow, like, yeah. Up. Look what I'm whipping up. This is America. Don't catch you slippin' up. Don't catch you slipping up. Look what I'm whipping up. Look how I'm geeking up. I'm so fitted. I'm on Gucci. I'm so pretty. I'm gon' get it. This is selling. Too On my Kodak. Get, yeah. It. Yeah. get it. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Get it. get it. Get bands on bands on bands. 100 bands. Contraband, 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 contraband I got the plug on who hacker. Woah. They gonna find you like fuck America. Tell I just checked my follow and listen. You, you mother told me. Get your money, <laughs> me